Today is Saturday, March 25th, 2017, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje. During the First World War, the British Intelligence Service had a special group called Room 40. And Room 40 was full of experts who were called cryptanalysts, and it was their job to decode messages. And what these guys did is they waited and they listened for messages from the enemy that were coded in some strange code and they would be spending every waking hour of the day listening if one of those was going to come past their way they would intercept it they would decode it and then they would disseminate it to all the people who needed to know it and the role that they played was very important important for the effort of victory. And today in the world, we have messages coming to us from heaven that are placed in a code. They're spoken in a plain language, but there is a code to the messages. And it takes more than just reading it with your intelligence to be able to know what that message is actually saying. And for the past 30 some odd years or so, a friend of Medjugorje has given his life to decoding the message that when Our Lady gives words, to be able to break that open to understand what is the meaning, what is the hidden meaning behind these words. And that can only come through living a life of prayer, a life of sacrifice, a life of complete giving to the message, where the message becomes life. And so tonight, during the course of the broadcast tonight, what you're hearing is you're not going to be hearing just a intellectual conversation about the message, because what value would that be for your life? What you're going to be hearing tonight is you're going to be hearing a decoding of the message so that you can understand how that message actually physically can become a reality for you. And so we ask that you enter into this broadcast with deep prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. In the Bible, in Genesis 3, it says, The Lord then took the man and settled him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate and care for it. 
There's so much misunderstanding today in the world. Not grasping that we've been given dominion over all the animals and the earth. That we're to submit to the earth. And it shows the darkness that prevails in the world. And even though Christians maybe reject what the world's doing and submitting to the earth, many are touched by this mentality. And so it is our lady comes to see her children and to see those who will listen to her and follow her. She said in the words, you listen to me in a way that an instructor would give a student. Because she's having to reschool us because we've been schooled the wrong way, our mentality is the wrong way, the way we see things of the earth. We're not in St. Francis's time. We're to discard all things and be in poverty or run around in habits. That's not the call today. It's not to found new convents. It's not to found new monasteries. We're not in that age at this moment. We're in the origins of the beginning of the church, a new, in a time that's different than 2,000 years ago, that we have to be the seeds in the era of modernism, consumerism, and all those things that go along with it. Not to turn against worldly things. Actually, Our Lady said on January 25th, 2009, I desire, little children, for each of you to fall in love with eternal life, which is your future, and for all worldly things to be a help for you to draw closer to God, the Creator. That's a profound statement. Because things are important. How do you use your things? Are they for God? Do they bring Him glory? Are you building up a system that's going to glorify God. That's what this place we have here is about. That's why they called us in the community. That's why they called me to do what I do. We turn everything over to God to spread and propagate the messages to the world. And that's what we're doing tonight in our studio that we carve some of the things in here out of our sawmill that we turn everything in everything God's given to us, everything God God has blessed us with to propagate the messages. And so tonight, we reveal a new message that will be here to the end of time, helping people toward eternity. Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's March 25th, 2017, Message for the World. Dear children, in this time of grace, I am calling all of you to open your hearts to God's mercy, to begin a new life through prayer, penance, and a decision for holiness. This time of spring moves you to a new life, to a renewal in your thoughts and hearts. Therefore, little children, I am with you to help you to say yes to God and to God's commandments with resoluteness. You are not alone. I am with you 
through the grace which the Most High gives me for you and your descendants. Thank you for having responded to my call. Have you used the messages to really transform your life? Are you just pedaling along and you altered your life? Our Lady's not asking for us something small. She said once, I know you feel small in these matters, but I call you to work in the church. And of course, the church is called to work in the world. Our Lady has said a lot about work recently. And so we've been blessed to be in a position to work full-time for God into a way of life. And that's what she said. Spring moves you to a new life. That's the first thing that was given to Adam. Then the Lord God then took the man and settled him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate and to care for it. It's an amazing thing. That lady comes here and mentions the spring. It moves you to new life, just like in the Garden of Eden. What is our lady's desire here? She says, I want all across the earth for a kingdom of love to exist. But there are those out there who do not understand the messages, those who sometimes call us, question about how do you do it. And our lady made it real simple and real straightforward this month. In the March 18, 2017 message, that you are to witness the life with your life, how you live it, and what you do. And so her guidance to the messages has shown us this, that if we do this, that simplicity and purity would return, that faith and hope would return. What for? To change the world. The whole world is bigger than you and I, but that's our calling, and that's what we do. But yet people have their mentality of how they think it's going to change, and they don't change what they do. Our lady says, I'm with you to help you to say yes to God. Why'd she put that on today, March 25th? Because it's the Annunciation. It's her fiat. She said yes. It's a beautiful thing. We have people that might say, especially Protestants, that the most repeated words of the Bible is where it says, for God so loved the world that he sent his only son. Which is the verse that's repeated the most in the Bible? Something out of Genesis? Something out of Revelations? Something Luke, John, where? What is the words? I can tell you, by far, by far, what is the most repeated verses in the Bible that said every day? And you say it, and I say it, and we never think about it as Bible. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed art thou. We have those words of the angel Gabriel coming to her, saying these words, that's the most repeated words throughout the day, 24 hours, seven, never stopping. It's rising to heaven. It's the most repeated biblical words in the scriptures. And we never think of it that way. 
when the angel Gabriel came to her. Hail Mary. What do you say to somebody's name preceded by hail? What's the purpose of that? You think he just says, oh, I got to go do this mission. God's going to send me to the earth about the Messiah. This was the announcing of the Messiah, that God's come to the earth. And now we have Our Lady coming, the Hail Woman, the Hail Mary of Nazareth, every day. Why is she doing that? To bring us to a new life, a new way to live. And it's not an altering of your life. It's not an addition to your life where you add mass, you add adoration, you add these things. Those are the things that build you the strength to do the change of life. We're not called to continue as we are. I read a guy on the radio today listening to a Christian program when I was going across the street back toward our sawmill. He said, we have to have a cultural care by all Christians for the culture. He said, when is the last time you went to a symphony or an art museum or something parallel to that? He said, we must be a part of these things with our Christian influence. He advocated that Christians get involved with these things. That if Christians are staying away from these things, it's not what we should be doing. I thought to myself, is this accurate? Not at all. I rejected everything he said. We are to establish the arts, the museums, with a new culture. Why do people go to Rome? What do they go see? What is the thing most visited there? Just the ancient ruins? No, it's the churches. The ruins too. But what made these things ruins? Christianity. We have mentality, especially in Medjugorje, that we've got to change these things. We've got to go build this and get the bishop to do this. That's not what our lady's saying. She's calling for us to spring forward, just like the spring moves into new life, to a renewal in your thoughts. It starts in your mentality, and that thought gets in the heart. And she said that, to a renewal in your thoughts and hearts. Therefore, little children, I am with you to help you to say yes to God, because she said the biggest yes, the most joyful and the most painful yes anybody's ever had to give. To God and to God's commandments with resoluteness. Those of you who've been invited with Medjugorje for a long time, are you still going out eating on Sundays, paying others to work for you, or working on Sundays? Our Lady has deposited in this community revelations about our messages that show how to live the Christian life amidst modernism that takes hold of every fabric second that makes up the cloth that we wrap ourselves in in this society. You say, that's extreme. Our Lady said resoluteness. I wrote in Marian Mysteries. Our Lady was God's resolute decision. Her yes was resolute. Say yes to God and to God's commandments. She puts that on the same place. Same sentence. With resoluteness. Are you living those commandments? Oh, I do sometimes. No, it's a commandment. It's the most violated commandment out there. And it's at the beginning of the top three. Everything else is thou shalt not, thou shalt not. That's a commandment. By keeping the Lord's day holy. 
we can say, oh, well, we can go out to eat. We can go get ice cream. We can go do a brunch. We got to do this. Or we do that. Or we have a uh, something we can't stop. Yes, you can. We did it. And because we did it, Satan hates this community. It hates what we do. Because we propagated this all over the world. We've had people come to us through the book, Look What Happened When I Sleeping, which covers these first four chapters about Sunday is why this society and world is fallen. If we can't fix that commandment and live it, we can't fix the other commandments, nor live them. And of course, the book of James says you break one commandment, you break them all. I would never kill. If you do that on Sundays, you're killing. I didn't say that. James said it. You break one commandment, you break all the commandments. Why? Because Sunday, this puny little commandment, this always infraction by no big deal, is a commandment that will lead to other sins being broken. You heard the theory about the broken window. You break one at a warehouse in New York, police criminologists looked at it, Noticed one a few blocks down the road, the one window was broken, and they fixed one. Something else got happened. Some got spray painted. They fixed it. The one down the road, they didn't. One window turned into 10, 10 turned into 100, and trashed the whole place. The abandoned warehouses on both of them, the one that was kept up, whenever it broke, they fixed it. It was maintained. You break the, the commandment of the Sabbath. You will ruin all the commandments. And that's why we're in a mess and nobody sees that. And that's only one revelation Our Lady's deposited here. Our Lady asked for a community to be here. And one thing that we saw from her is what I quoted at the beginning, January 25th, 2009. I desire little children for each of you to fall in love with eternal life. She's talking about heaven, eternal things, not physical things, not the earth, not the worldly. But she says, with eternal life, which is your future, and for all worldly things to be a help for you to draw closer to God, the Creator. The first thing I consecrated was my swimming pool. That's how I went to Medjugorje. Because for me, WTN, the famous priest, wanted to get some reprieve. They came swimming. And the priest said, was with me, and we were swimming with the family. I said, if you ever go to Medjugorje, we talked about it. I want to go. He called me six months later. Hey, I'm going to Medjugorje. We went there. Because we consecrated something that we didn't know as a luxury. This is all pre-Medjugorje, pre-Caritas, that we could use. Everything we have is to build up the kingdom of God. And our whole system here is a model of what future communities should be like. I'll let you continue the same message. Of those who, by living my messages comprehend that they are on the way of holiness toward eternity. How? For all worldly things to be a help to draw you closer toward God and the Creator. So we have two views. You can use things for bad things, or you can have this Franciscan mentality. This is a time of poverty. You're not supposed to have all this stuff. We can't do that. That's too many things. Our Lady's not calling us to be a St. Francis today. She's calling us to be a witness of what we use of the earth to advance the propagation of the messages throughout the world by life first and the way we live. Are you living the commandment of the Sabbath? Our lady goes on and says that's about resoluteness. You are not 
alone. I am with you through the grace which the Most High gives me for you and your descendants. This place here is a place about descendants. Everything we do, every move we make, we know we're living something is going to be the window for people 400 years from now. The only community Our Lady asked for in the world. The largest Medjugorje operation in the world as far as the center. But we're not just pumping out messages. It's the way we live our life. And so there's a purity of what we run, a purity of the way we live it. But not everybody's going to see that. Why? Because a lady said on March 2nd, pray that everyone would come to know my son so that the world would change, that the world would be saved. The world is being lost. Nobody has been able to manifest the messages into a daily way of life and script that way of life that Our Lady has shown us to do this. Our Lady is here because many do not know how to live a profound way of life in this modern time. It hasn't been practiced to bring in the Christian walk of who Christ is in a way that has manifested. Many want their own way. They want to form their mentality. Our Lady told us today, in your thoughts and hearts, Our Lady is dictating to us that we purify ourselves of the world's influences. And yes, that's things, but Our Lady contradicts that, saying, use all worldly things for God's help to help you. We're very big into that. From our presses to our equipment, everything we do here is for one purpose, for the glory of God. And it's the way of life she's given. And that begins with knowing that we're all righteous, we're sinners here, and we're needing God's mercy, our lady said today. Open your hearts to God's mercy to begin a new life through prayer, penance, and a decision for holiness. We desire holiness. We live a holy way. And that decision for us, she's revealed to us a way of life that is holy. And many Christians don't know the cross. They don't understand it. We took down 30 foot of a mountain to build a cross by our back labor and rebuilt it, put the rocks back to it. We didn't want something symbolic. Our life, our heart is in this. And many still suffer because of that cross, of what we did. A new life springs up from these messages. She's calling for it, and it speaks to you. Where it starts is in your heart and your thought. It's not physical to begin with. It starts with your mentality. You've got to change that. And then it's completely transformed people as God's people. And so we have pure things seen by the pure. We have impure things that is always seen impure. Satan always looks at it one way, and God looks at it another. And so we're a defiled people. We all need changing. We need dependence. And we've been through that for 30 years. And we know we're on a walk with Our Lady. We've seen her confirmations. I was talking to Medjugorje today, our community there, about some beautiful things, things we're going to be doing there 
people are knocking our door down because we've been closed all winter. We're the only place that feeds the message. They're begging for it. They're pleading for it. It comes from our labor here. It's much more involved than most people realize. And the whole village relies on us for the message. Not other communities. It's our community. It's our way of life. They believe in it because they've seen it. Even people who are the inspectors, they even admire us. They come and praise us. You're the only one in the village doing what you're doing. And that comes from prayer. It comes from penance.
what I said today. I'm calling all of you to open your hearts to God's mercy, to begin a new life through prayer, penance, and a decision for holiness. Prayer, penance, and a decision for holiness is not the new life she's calling for. She says, through prayer, penance, and decision for holiness, that brings about a new decision and begins a new life. Many mistake that, okay, I've got to do prayer, penance, and decision for holiness. No, that's the things that gain the grace and the wisdom and the physical manifestation into a way of life. It's not like what this guy said today, culture care by the Christians. We don't want to mix with them. We don't want to be yoked with the culture. You only are going to expend your energy that could be going toward building a Christian community, a culture, a whole Christian community. That's what we're about. That's what we're about here. We've separated from the system. And yet the same things the system uses, we use it in a way to advance God's kingdom and way of life. And it's a beautiful thing, often painful, often very sacrificial, often very tiring, and yet it gives a consolation and is enduring and fulfilling. We know who we are. We know where we're going. And many haven't caught on to this understanding that it's just not acts of worships. It's actually turning into a life. Much more than what people can understand. And so this guy's coming up with the same influence of Christians that didn't happen in the early church. They separated. They weren't yoked with the Romans. And that made them want to go toward them. They saw their witness and their way of life. And we have people all over the world want to do that. Our lady's shown us this. And so we've been coddled. We've been encouraged. We've been blessed. We've been purified. And we continue on this path where she's leading us Everyone must understand in Medjugorje that it's beyond our being daily communicants and the typical things we've been doing because the church in many aspects of it is dead. You said, well, Jesus said that the gates of hell won't go against it. That's why Our Lady's here. One reason. And also to be with us, to bring us all the way to an eternity to the end of time. And so these messages are something beyond what most are doing with Medjugorje. They haven't made that bridge over to where it goes to. First of all, because it costs too much. And it's very difficult. And it's filled with persecutions and difficulties. And so many wait. There's to the detriment. You said that Our Lady is God's mercy today. Or the greatest gift of God's mercy is Our Lady Our Lady is God's mercy in our world today. In that first sentence that you just quoted, where you say, begin a new life through prayer, penance, a decision for holiness, Our Lady, if you back it up before that, she says, first of all, open your hearts to God's mercy. 
to begin a new life. So that presupposes that's that's the first thing that you have to do is open your heart to God's mercy in order to live this new life. How important is that step to living a new life? We're in a period of divine mercy. If you don't come upon God's mercy, because all of us fall short of the kingdom of God. This is something we have started from the beginning of our, our mission here. It's the first place we went to. And many people never get a comprehension of that. And everything we've done new, everything we've stepped out into d- different levels, has always been misunderstood by those who are either ignorant, those who did not want to understand, or those who really couldn't discern it. We, we are an icebreaker for the culture. We did it for Sunday. We did it for climate change. We did it for what Obama's doing. We did it in many, many of the writings, the devil's government. We put things out there that doesn't exist, that came through the view of the messages that is always opposed in the beginning. And then the, it goes through those three cycles, rejection and opposition and then acceptance. And we've seen these things happen over and over and over. And people don't even make it tangible that it originated here. Many things have gone worldwide originated from this place. And I believe very strongly Our Lady couldn't do what she does here that she did in Medjugorje, so she has a second spot, because we'll do it. No matter what people think, how they misjudge us, what they assume we're doing, that in time comes clear that actually embarrasses people later. And many come back on board with it. So we don't apologize for who we are, what God's showing us to do. God's blessed us in a special way, and we're taking cultural care in another way of building the Catholic Church up by changing Catholicism in our own daily life. And we got people imitating that all over the world. Because there's things in the church, there's nothing to resemble that you won't even follow outside of the sacraments, because it's not evangelical. It's not an evangelization taking place. Everything's mediocre. There's no resoluteness. I'm going to live the commandments. And so we come up with Congress. Everybody's making all kind of commandments. They're changing things. They're changing natural law. They're coming up with their rules, their ways, and rejecting the commandments. And it influences everybody. And so your question, none of us deserve Our Lady. The grace coming down here every day is something we do not comprehend nor understand. It's far greater than we can ever realize in this lifetime. And people will look back on us in wonderment because they're going to know so much more than we do at this time, just like we did and know more than Peter and the apostles knew. And so she is his mercy. She's coming down as our last chance because this is the, we're in time before knowing the flood. There's got to be a radical change in the way we live. And anybody that's radical and resolute in what they do is going to be a target of difficulties. That's the way it works. The path they get on is always what the song said. To the pure, all things are pure. To those who defiled, unbelieving, nothing is pure. You can always see everything in one way and see it the other way. 
our prayers, what God's shown us, we don't we don't have any qualms about what we do. We're at peace. And we're in a position right now where the church is teaching us to do what we do, but it's not doing what it says to do. Jesus said about the Pharisees, you do what they say, but don't do as they do. There's a fire of separation right now. And it really struck me, listen to this guy about the cultural care by Christians, that they still want to do the same methods. And many measure people want to do the same thing, follow the same patterns, break from the patterns. Don't go that way. Change everything, all the worldly things, to be a help for you to draw closer to God the Creator. She said also January 25th, something else, uh, 2017, Satan is strong and wants you to turn all of you against God, to return to everything that is human. We want to humanize Medjugorje. We want to have the mentalities of why we see things when things are stepping out in a different way that nobody has done before. And we misjudge it. And we become guilty of saying things and having views that we should never have. Everything that is human and to destroy in the heart all feelings toward God and things of God. We are to sanctify things. The scripture says about referencing Egypt, actually, it says in Ezekiel, throw away each of you the detestable things that have held your eyes. Think about that. Contemplate and go deep into Scripture. All of you out there, throw away each of you the detestable things that have held your eyes. We've done that. We've purified ourselves of these things. And Satan don't like it. He wants this place not to exist. Do not defile yourselves with the idols of Egypt. We don't even have to go deep in it to understand that. So as Ezekiel 27, throw away each of you the detestable things that have held your eyes. Do not defile yourselves with the idols of Egypt. We have idols all over the place. And yet, our lady says that January 25th, 17th this year, Satan is strong and wants you to turn all of you against God and to return you to everything that is human. Actually, I see much of Medjugorje going backwards. Many things in Medjugorje and what they're doing and how they're applying it is going the wrong direction. Our lady just said that. March 18th. You, my children, which true love illuminates the darkness of selfishness, which all the more envelops my children. Be generous. That's what we do here. We're generous because we believe February 25th, 1988, we have sacrificed our life for the salvation of the world. We give it from morning to dark and through the sleep. And people who come here can't keep up with it. We have a couple of people just joined us. One mentioned is not able to keep up with the work. He thought he knew what work was. And we do that all the, all the way down to the kids. It's our life. It means something. Because we won't all the feelings toward God and things for the heart to be one with God. And so we have separation taking place. 
there's everywhere. It's a fire sacrifice. Fire is purifying. God says, my son, do not be concerned about a trial by fire as in your midst. This is always happening to us for 30 years. He says, for gold is tested and refined in fire. But that's what she's calling for everybody. Burn your mark on me, Holy Spirit. This is the basis of the message. It's far more radical than I would say almost all the Medjugorje world understands. They want to limit. They want to contain it. They want to put a framework or a little box. And this is it. No, this is for the different world, a changing of a world. And if you want to know what to, is what we're doing here, following this way. But you're free. You don't have to do that. At least I stand before your free will. But we've gotten rid of the detestable things before our eyes. We're not filled with that day. We were filled with images of the children. With the beautiful life we have here. Williamsburg is a place to show the life 200 years ago what it was in the early colonial days of the founding of the country. And we know and confidently has laid this life up to show how people of God should live. Part of our rule is going to confession once a month. We don't deny we're not sinners. We are. But we're a people of God that we've seen Our Lady and Maria has seen Our Lady over and over and over confirm this way of life and us as a people. So that sacred fire is a good thing. And when it's in your midst and you don't understand it, you're to embrace it. We embrace everything that comes to us because God's blessing us through that.
truly our lady is coming in this time to set the world in a different course and you've said this for many years now that our lady is not here for things to just continue as normal life's not going to continue as normal of just listening to the Magenomics broadcast from this past Thursday. And at the very beginning, you said Medjugorje is always bigger than you think. And right now, of course, on the site, we're, we have a banner on the site right now that says Medjugorje is always bigger than you think. Think big. Think Medjugorje. We have the special 72-hour pilgrimage sale that's coming up this coming Monday. And that's obviously something you don't want to miss out on. But to the message today, Our Lady said you're not alone. And it's actually the beginning of the sentence, you're not alone, and continuing in the message, she says, I'm with you through the grace which the Most High gives me for you and your descendants. And I can't help but think of Abram from the 12th chapter of Genesis, where Abram was called by God to do something different. And this is a verse that's very close to your heart, and it's also a verse that's been very close to the community for many years because this is one of the foundation verses of the community. And in the Bible, the scripture says, Now the Lord said to Abram, To go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And the first thing that comes to mind is it's, it's been 40 years since you bought the land here this year. And you had an experience where you walked onto the property and you were had relived an experience that you had had years before that you were seeing something in front of you. You knew this was a land that you were supposed to buy. And when you and your wife Annette came, you knew immediately where you would build your house, which direction it would face. It was it was as if a revelation was given that in this is the spot. This is the place. And so God tells Abram. I'll show you this land. I'm going to show this to you. And I'll make of you a great nation. And I will bless you. And I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And him who curses you, I will curse. And by you, all the families of the earth shall bless themselves. And this is something that we see that we're constantly being blessed in this way that this is a, a something that we're continuing to find blessing in. But the question I have is for those communities that come after, if they were to embrace the way here, they would find the same blessing. Or do you believe that they would find the same blessing as those of us who have come and physically lived here, that they would also find the same blessing well, scripture always repeats itself in some ways of playing out. It's alive. The Bible has life to it. In other words, Nero was an antichrist. That's what, 300 AD. And you go through different ages and you had many antichrists, all the way to Napoleon, all the way to Hitler. These are antichrists. The ultimate antichrist will come. And so even the, the, the renewal of St. Dominic, and it started off not with people or, or monasteries. It started off with just the sacramentals was a shovel. They saw the tools of the earth was sacred. And so there's always been through the church, the history of re renewal. Our Lady said the word today, renewal, to a renewal in your thoughts and your hearts. The difference today than in the past when this has happened is we got the capability to destroy the world. They didn't. 
They couldn't destroy the world with pitchforks and swords and even cannons. Our Lady gives light into that on March 2nd. Pray that everyone would come to know my son. Why? Because we have to. They have to. The world has to have this. How do we know? She says, so that the world would change. Why? Why does it have to change? Because the course it's on is a bad path. Our Lady said, you are on the wrong way. You're going the wrong path. And our Lady continues to say, adding back this March 2nd message this month, so that the world would change, so that the world would be saved. The opposite of being saved is to being lost. Our Lady's not saying this, happen chance, well, you know, I'm saying that to save the world. Literally, this means that if we don't do what we're supposed to do, and that she's here for strictly a purpose to save the earth, had she not come, it would destroy itself, because Yvonne has confirmed that himself. In fact, that January 25th, 2009 message said about all worldly things to help to draw closer to God as, I am with you for this song because you are on the wrong path. Because you're doing things of the earth, it's your idols, you're doing it the wrong way. Things aren't a sin. Money's not a sin. It's what people do with this sin. So we came to this valley. We saw this. We don't have enough land of what we need to do here. We want to protect this place because we know this is going to be an apparition site. We know when Medjugorje proved this is the only place in North and South America of part of Medjugorje or anywhere in the world outside of Medjugorje that's tied directly to the Medjugorje apparitions. We know what it's going to be. My second bishop said, this is, this is going to be bigger than Fatima. We want to protect it. We need to get a lot of resources to do that. That's our vision, to protect it. Why? To map out, like the early Christians did, how to change the world and how to survive later under the Antichrist system. And so these things are to be made holy. Our sacramentals are the things that we have. It's holy things. And so many people have tailored their life to this. And people can do whatever they want to. We're not, we don't want to lord over anybody or anybody what they're supposed to do. We're living our life. It's not a fake life. It's not, we don't do things to pretend. We live what we live. We go out in the field. That's a real thing. And it's a real thing when we wake up in the middle of the night. Sometimes we just go out on our own. I was out there in the field the other night, one to two o'clock. We do that because we know we have to pray, because we got a grave responsibility. We stay in that penitential side of things, going to the cross yesterday, climbing the mountain, all these things amidst even a long schedule right now, what we're doing, get ready for spring, because we, we get a triple work, workload, what we have to do. We got to get ready for the hayfields. We got to get ready for the messages. All that, though, is what we do is not for ourselves, but it's for a lady. And so we know she's got us for a window. And people can follow it, and they don't have to. They're free. Nobody's forced to do this. But we live in a life that's the closest thing to the manifestation of the message is what she's called for, with confidence that what people will be doing in the future and how they operate their businesses, how they do the things of what we lived here. And so Our Lady says two times this month, on the 2nd and on the 18th. So do not judge. And then she says on the 18th, to love means to give oneself. We, Everybody here gives themselves completely. 
We have no reserve. We don't own ourselves. We don't own our time. Everything we do is to propagate the messages. Give oneself to endure and never to judge. And so we're always in transition when we start new things. And people misconstrue that. And God bless them if they do that with goodwill. And we'd give them over to God if they do it with bad will or bad judgment. Because what happens is people aren't ready to be convicted by everything. They want to go so far, and they want to do what the Israelites did when they went called out of Egypt. They thought they were going to the land of milk and honey. They thought that their new life, leaving Egypt as slaves, was going to bring them something better. It didn't. It brought them something worse. And so the Israelites started getting bad judgments. They start saying, this ain't what we bargained for. This ain't what we wanted to go in community. How this way was going with the Israelites. The, our promised land. We wanted a land of milk and honey. Where is that? And so they begin to realize, hey, we were more comfortable, not in this desert, back at our home. It's a fight to get to where God wants you to get. It's going to be a great struggle. Satan's going to throw everything at you. And how we survive is vaccination being at peace, and doing God's will, and do the best we can do. No matter what anybody thinks about that. Our life is a life that is very beautiful. We've made the passage now for 40, or actually 30 years. We bought the land here 40 years ago. And we see now milk and honey coming to us. It's getting there because we use things of the earth with our life to show what everybody should be doing across the whole world, in every little village, every little town, just like Elias showed the vision. I interviewed several people in Medjugorje about the church descending down on Medjugorje with four or five houses around it, and then a green space of grass, and then another steeple, and another four or five houses, and nobody recorded this. I interviewed Maria's brother, Andrea, who saw it, and another guy, talked to people about it. And it's lost. We saved it. We put the book ain't going to happen. It was a prophetic thing. That's what we are. We happen to be the first one. And like I've talked about sea turtles before, not everybody's going to make it. They don't know how to go through the, the doors. They don't know how to get to the ocean. They're going to the wrong light. They're seeing things in the wrong way. So it takes a lot of penitential prayer, not just prayer. And not just the things that you might think it takes. It takes work. It takes giving of something that you, most people don't want to give of. So the Israelites did the same thing. This is a repeat thing through the scriptures. There's times we didn't want to do things. There's times that we didn't want to go forward because we knew it was going to be too difficult for us. But we went in because we believed in the messages. And so we can't be painting pictures of the past life and alter life and adapt it to the messages. It is a radical change of life. One of the most radical things is Sunday. It's radical because it's no big deal. And to be resolute takes a lot of discipline, a lot of coordination, a lot of planning. And we live this Sunday thing. We've never violated it. Of what God's shown us. And when he showed me, it choked me. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to go back to Egypt. I wanted to be doing things on Sunday. I just want to alter my life. Yeah, I'll do it. No, but our lady gave the truth about this. And nobody broke this. 
anywhere except here. And now people all over the world are living it. And there's many things like that. So don't be painting pictures of Egypt of what you want to go back to or keep some of that. You have to complete everything has changed. It's not going to be pleasant, nor is it going to be easy. So our lady said that. I am with you to help you to say yes to God and to God's commandments. It's not enough to say yes to God. You have to accept the commandments in fullness. Or you'll be just like the Israelites, always going back. It's not about trust It's all about comfortable When you move so much And the place I was wasn't perfect But I had found a way to live And it wasn't milk or honey
recognize it Is that the reason behind all this time and sand? The Lord God then took the man and settled him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate and care for it. The Lord gave man this order. You are free to eat from the trees of the garden, except the tree of knowledge of good and bad. From that tree you shall not eat. The moment you eat from it, you will surely die. And so Eve is tempted by the servant, and the serpent says, that God doesn't want you to do this because you'll know what is good and is bad. Our Lady says that faith and hope would return. How? Through purity. We live in a place where our kids have never watched a television show. We don't go to the movies. We don't go to the symphonies. We don't do all these things. We put them on of sports. We put them on all these things. There's a purity here of innocence, not claiming they're angels, or we are, but we live a life that's radical compared to the other cultures of the world. Even primitive cultures, they all have cell phones. There's a simplicity and a purity here that people don't even understand how it works. I was talking to a land planner recently, and he couldn't believe I didn't have a cell phone. He was amazed. He said, I wish I could do that. I said, you can. You know, this costs, though. And so what Satan did in the, in the garden was dealing with a man and a woman who didn't know how to be bad. If you read the newspapers, if you're going to the movies, if you're watching and following all these things, even sports, you learn bad things. Their purity didn't have the concept of bad. They didn't know how to do a bad thing. They had to pick the fruit from the tree. And then they got the wisdom. Wow, look at that bad thing. Then the flesh became incited. Everything has happened. Greed, envy, all these things come to being. Our lady wants to make a garden of Eden. She wants purity here. And we've eliminated as much as possible. And we're bigger sinners and most grievous sinners out there because we know more. So we always claim that to be the case. But we're living something that's very important to the world. It's going to be the light to the whole world. I believe that with my convictions and my whole heart. Maria admires this community, and she's seen communities all over the world. And she's seen what I've done. So she knows something's here. We're not any better than anybody else, nor are we seeing ourselves as anybody exalted. We've just been given a commission and claimed by her to show the path and the way to eternal life in a time that's going to be difficult for people to see. We're grateful for it. We're grateful for you. You have free will to do every whatever you want, however you want to do it. But we choose the path we're on, and we say it's a good way. We wish you a lady. We love you. Good night.
This ends the Radio Wave Show with a friend of Metrigoria. You can order this show on CD by contacting Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000.